Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making time to listen to this conversation today. I think making it with Tatenda is one of those platforms that you'd want to visit over and over again because of the depth of content, uh, the, the many things that are being discussed, just how timely the conversations are and most also relevant to the now and the future. So I'm, I'm so excited really to be here. Thank you so much Tatenda for seeing it fit that I get to feature on this particular platform and more so just to be a part of your community. I'm so, so excited uh, for this invite and I really, really don't take it for granted. To many of you that are listening in, thank you for choosing this part of your journey to be influenced by conversations that are positive, conversations that are, are tilted towards making our society a very, very beautiful space to live in. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Lloyd, Curtis Lloyd, Curtis M. Lloyd from Zambia, and I'm so excited that I could be here. Um, I'm a founder of an organization called Possibility Practitioners. And I zero in straight into that aspect because it's the one that ties directly uh, to the heart of our topic today. And so uh, the organization basically focuses on seeing how we can transform lives, seeing how we can uh, change society into becoming the kind of society that we envision. I think we ought to be deliberate in the way that we uh we, we, we posture ourselves for the future that we envision. We ought to make deliberate steps because guess what? The future that we are hoping for won't create itself. We are responsible for the kind of future we want to see. So we have to be deliberate in doing that. And that's what Possibility Practitioners is all about. And I say that uh, to bring in context the fact that we have many things that are happening in the global space that certain sections of our society don't get to experience. And this is the genesis of the organization itself, Possibility Practitioners, because we, we got to visit one country one time and we saw what they had done to their country, how that it was so magnificent in every way. Uh, we experienced everything there is that you'd want to talk about in the sense of civilization. And uh, with that experience, one question that kept, you know, uh, uh, coming into my mind was, how come they have what they have? How come we don't have what we are supposed to have? And again, I would ask myself, why is it that there's this huge gap between what we are able to see in this side of this global space against what we have where we sit? And as these thoughts begin to flood my mind, I get to realize this one critical thing that, well, everything rises and falls on leadership. But before I go deep in that conversation again, I, I allow me to suggest that leadership basically is about influence. I'm a John C. Maxwell certified speaker, trainer and coach and uh, leadership is at the core of that particular uh, uh, journey of my life. And one of the things that John C. Maxwell talks about in the context of leadership is this very, very thought that leadership basically is influence. And from wherever you sit, you get to discover that each and every one of us has got that one person that they influence. 
each and every one of us sits in a space where we have that one person that looks up to us and everything we do gets to affect them. And so whether we want to embrace this thought or not, I would want to to believe that each and every one of us is a leader by default. I know there are different schools of thought that tend to suggest that um, there are people who are born leaders while while others are not born leaders. I think that that in itself just focuses on whether that person was successful or not at their duty post and not necessarily that they were influencing anybody or not. So by design, each and every one of us has got that one person that looks up to us. Each and every one of us gets to influence that one person. And so having this conversation on servant leadership basically helps us realize that each and every one of us is a leader by design. Each and every one of us has got that one person we get to influence. And if we bring this conversation together, one of the things that probably uh, gets to stretch our minds is in the fact that we, we are bringing in what appears to be two contrasts in one statement. On one end, we are talking about servanthood. On the other end, we are talking about leadership. So putting them together in one statement gets to suggest um, or, or tends to sound as though we are putting two opposite extremes and forcing them in one breath. However, that in itself tells us the depth of the conversation because in as much as it might look like it's a paradox, we, we can't just have these two together. That is what leadership ought to be. Leadership ought to be about what you are doing for those people who are looking up to you. That is the basis of leadership. What is your space in trying to ensure that whatever it is you are doing, the interests that are being fronted are those of the people that you are leading. And to start with, since each and every one of us has come to this realization that we are all leaders, then one of the critical elements in this journey itself is constant improvement. From where you sit, you become deliberate about becoming better every day. Because one of the things that guarantees you being able to meet whatever challenge you're going to face tomorrow is the assurance of your continuous development. Here's the thing. There are a lot of people that sit and, and begin to hope and wish that things can only get better. But that is not a guarantee. Uh, we are not guaranteed of things getting better every day. Our guarantee is in the fact that we ought to develop ourselves every day to a point that we become better. And by becoming better, we are able to contain whatever it is that our society, our world, our global space, our stratosphere throws at us. Because it is in becoming better that we get to match the challenges that come our way. That is where the guarantee ought to sit. Us becoming better, becoming stronger, becoming wiser, continuous growth every day. That should be the, at, at the core of every leader, trying to, to discover new ways of achieving things, becoming a better person, becoming, you know, growing into a space where you, you begin to see things before they happen. Because as a leader, you are by design supposed to get to places that ordinarily you, um, you, you may have never been to physically. So it might sound like a contradiction, but 
what we are saying is you, you have to create a sense of foresight that begins to picture things before they happen. Because how else are you going to lead people except you've been where you intend to take them? How else will they trust you? Save you've been to that place that you are telling them that that is where we are going. And so basically that is what leadership is all about. It's around you becoming better because you are not becoming better to be better than anybody else. But you are becoming better for everybody else. So your becoming better is for the benefit of the people that are around you and not necessarily that you want to outsmart them. So as a leader, that should be your posture. How do I grow myself to a point that whatever it is that I become benefits the entire uh, community that depends on me? My, my sphere of influence uh, gets to benefit from whatever it is that I may actually grow myself into. That is what leadership is all about. But in the context of a servant leader, we are basically saying, now that you know that you are a leader, what are the principles by which this concept of servanthood should rest? What are these pillars? What are they that um, uh, are these things that should always be in perspective when we talk about the concept of servant leadership and 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 for want of time i'll, I'll quickly just run through uh, two or three of these things that i believe are critical in this particular journey and and these are what we might call the principles of servant leadership and number one basically is that by design servant leadership is unselfish it creates this particular mindset where the, the leader themselves would choose to eat last. That they would rather everybody else is protected before they get the protection. It's a sense in which you as a leader positions yourself to protect everybody else that depends on you. So servant leadership basically is unselfish by design. Number two. It encourages diversity of thought. Now, you realize that each and every one of us has a way in which we interpret life. And, and the way we interpret life is a product of our experiences, the stuff that we may have gone through. Some of us could have gone through all the beautiful things there is in this life, could have experienced all the good stuff. There, there could be others who may, might have experienced pain, they may have experienced rejection, they may have experienced so many, many things. And because of that kind of experience, there's a sense in which they interpret life. So it, it, it's not their doing that they see things from their perspective. Your role as a servant leader is to be able to embrace diversity, to respect the fact that others will think and feel and, you know, see things from the way that they see them. So diversity ought to be embraced. And if only our global space and global leaders can come to this realization, we, we may not even be experienced experiencing the kinds of conflict that we see today because they'll get to realize that sometimes it could just be a product of the experiences that is causing people to think and react and respond the way they do but diversity of thought in the broader context is that platform that causes different views different ideas to thrive in the betterment of our society number three is that leadership that is benchmarked on servanthood 
always takes the interest of the development of those that are being led at heart. In other words, every leader who is a servant at heart would want to lift to their table of civilization everybody else who ordinarily has been deprived of that opportunity. So from where you sit as a servant leader, you'd get to realize that if you are a king and everybody chooses to dine with you, your role is basically to raise other kings to a point where they get to continuously experience the goodness that you get to experience. So you make the kings out of the people that look up to you. And now if you are the kind that is being lifted to that table of civilization, also your role now becomes to not only dine with the kings, but to become the kind of king that others should come and dine with. So that this chain continuously keeps this whole thing going to a point where everybody gets to experience all the goodness there is simply because we were selfless in our times. We were selfless as leaders. You were selfless in your responsibility or, or in your execution of your role as a leader. And so servant leadership, in conclusion, takes the interests of other people. It, it looks at how that this decision is going to affect the other person more than it looks at the fact that you as the one making the decision is being protected by it. So ladies and gentlemen, all of you who's taken time to listen to this conversation, always remember that we have, number one, the responsibility of making this global space better than we found it. And it will start by us posturing ourselves into being servants of those that we have been tasked to lead. After all, we are just custodians. More so, we must always remember that everything rises and falls on leadership and finally because each and every one of us has a responsibility in bettering the, our society one thing that is critical is that we all have that one person that we influence and because leadership is influence each and every one of us is a leader by default so what do we do let us be servants in all aspects and at our duty posts knowing very very well that all these other interests will be taken care of as we take care of those who look up to us. Tatenda, thank you so much. Thank you for having taken time to invite me to have this conversation with everybody that is listening in. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that uh, we could have had this chance to talk and have this conversation and to everybody else who made time to listen to this thank you so much thank you so much may you have an amazing life thank you <laughs>